There are many big ideas in today's Tanya. We'll try to cover some of them. We speak about the body as a candle and Hashem's light as the flame. And the oil is the mitzvah. Question is, why is my godly soul not the oil? In other words, my godly soul will bring down the Shekhinah onto me. Why do I need mitzvahs? See, he says, as much as the godly soul is part of God, it's still an independent reality. That's why the godly soul is loves Hashem. So the mere fact that the godly soul loves Hashem means there's a lover and a beloved. Hashem's the beloved, I'm the lover. That's two separate entities. Even if the greatest tzaddik, it's two separate entities. So that cannot be the oil. The oil has to be something that is literally not about the human being at all. What's that? A mitzvah. Because a mitzvah is doing God's will. It has nothing to do with me. It's Ratzay Na'elyan. It's God's incredible will. A desire for a particular act to be performed in a particular way. And Hashem's will is the source of life. Hashem created the world because He wanted to. So everything is God's will. So when we fulfill God's will, we're bringing a flow into this world. And therefore, it's a mitzvah, Dafka. It's an action that brings the Shekhinah, which is on our head, and allows it to be internalized and to be digested within our body. And we become literally one. We're literally one with Hashem. Now, what does it mean Hashem's Shekhinah rests on us? When we single out a specific thing and we say it rests, what we're saying is that Hashem reveals. It's a revelation. He's comfortable, just like a person who's resting at home. They're comfortable in their home. So too here. Now, Hashem will rest wherever He's comfortable. Something that's not nullified to him, something that's not battle, something that's not one with him. Hashem does not rest because there's separateness. That's why ego is the place that God can never rest because it's separateness. And God, by definition, is unity. There's no room for separateness in the united God. There's nothing else. There's absolutely nothing beside him. As we said, when we say Hashem is God is one, it means that he's the only true being that exists. There's nothing else. So if this person, even if they're a tzaddik, who loves Hashem, but still a separate being, then they cannot really have Hashem's light shine through them just by their righteousness. How do they allow Hashem's light to shine through when they're not an entity, when they're giving themselves over entirely to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to Hashem? Now, when a person studies Torah using the powers of thought and speech, his neshama, his divine soul with its two inner garments, meaning only the faculty of speech and thought, not action, are one with Hashem, but not action. And Hashem shines himself onto this individual, even if they're studying alone. But remember, that's only Hashem shining into your, your godly soul. In order for Hashem to truly shine into your animal soul, 
That is mitzvahs maisius, action mitzvahs done by the body, not by the you know the emotional faculties of it, but by the real real body, because then the actual power of the body engaged in this act, the the body that's putting on tefillin, the body that's lighting a candle, the body that's making kosher food, etc. It is the physical strength in the arm and the body that impels the motion that constitute the mitzvah, and therefore that body part is now absorbed in Hashem. This power of the body constitutes the third garment of the divine soul, as we mentioned that the divine soul expresses itself in the faculties of action, thought, and speech, and action is only through mitzvahs. And then, when the faculty of action is absorbed within Hashem's will, then, in addition, the power of the animal soul, the vitalizing soul, actually in, that's enclosed within the body is transformed from evil to good and absorbed in holiness because it's the animal soul that's doing the mitzvah. It's the body that's doing the mitzvah because without the body, the, a, a soul, a godly soul, cannot do a mitzvah. It's only a physical body that could do a mitzvah. So ironically, the godly soul needs the animal soul. Because the intermediary between the godly soul and the body is the animal soul. The animal soul is what's vitalizing by it's keeping it alive, as we spoke about in chapter 1. So you need the animal soul. Now, although the substance and essence of the animal soul, which means its evil emotional character, have still not been absorbed in holiness, because that's only by a tzaddik, where the evil midot are transformed, and by a benini, they're still going to tap the person for evil. Nevertheless, because the evil midot at that moment you're doing a mitzvah are subjugated to holiness, they are agreeing in a, in a way, even if they're forced to, to the godly soul and allowing the godly soul to get his way, at that moment you have um, transformed them, even for a moment. And therefore, at that moment, the Shekhinah can rest on that Person and it covers them over from the entire body from top to bottom. And now he's one final point. He says like this: um, We spoke about various levels of resting of shechina, as it rests on the divine soul, on the specific faculty of the animal soul, on the animal soul as a whole, upon the body. So you you might think that we're subdividing the shechina. Now he says, but that's a problem because obviously it's God's unity. So he says the variety means merely that the different objects of the light receive it in a different way. The light is the same light. It's just the receptacle, whether it's the, the body, the animal soul, the godly soul, are digesting the light differently. But the light is absolutely the same, similar to like a light that shines in through windows. Each window, if it has a different color, will reflect differently. It doesn't mean the light's different. It just means that it's being received differently.